Wow, we are live. What's happening, guys? And welcome to episode number 15 of the Coffee with Sam podcast. This episode is brought to you by Absolute Blankets. Now, Absolute Blankets, they basically get all your T-shirts, so cheerleading T-shirts, BMX T-shirts, motocross T-shirts, all these T-shirts you collect, gymnastics T-shirts from all your competitions throughout the years. You do not know what to do with them because you don't want to wear them because that's going to ruin them. So you want to keep the memories or well, absolute blankets has the resolution for you. If that's even a word that I need to use, they have, what they do is you send all your t-shirts to them, vest t-shirts, and they cut them out and they turn them into a big blanket. They even put a soft blanket on the underside for that smooth, soft touch to your skin. So absolute blankets are on Instagram. At, 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 at Absolute Blankets, and they're also on Facebook, Absolute Blankets. Find them and get your memorabilia t-shirts. I think they could probably do jumpers. Don't, don't quote me on that. But t-shirts, vests, I've got one with all my cheerleading t-shirts on, and they've made it into a soft, comfy, nighttime blanket for me to keep my memories, not just locked in a drawer, but in a blanket that I can see and use every day. Now, today's guest was my first ever guest I ever had on these pod on the podcast. Welcome in, Mr. Rob Horton, aka Bear Drills. Roll that intro. What's up, boss man? Oh, oh, he's got audio issues. There we are. There we go. He is in. Cheers. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Oh, he's got a coffee too. Coffee with Rob. Nice. Coffee with Sam. Yes. How are we? I'm very well, thank you. I moved into my new house. Um, Last time when I was on, we were in the the, uh, sort of the halfway house. We're into the house. We're getting there. Um... Yeah, really good place. Yeah, well, welcome back. You, welcome back. You are now, you are number one and you are now number 15. I know, I was <laughs> going to say that. It's been a crazy couple of months for you, hasn't it? So you're up to 15. We've yep. done, you've done world champs, you've done specialists, and you've done distributors. They've been great. <laughs> and also did a, I was doing a, doing a, fun, a fun night Friday sometimes, like a Friday night special if I can. And I did it. Um, I went live to Australia and America, two of my friends, and we chatted about, it was about life, but also cheer. But it was a bit more relaxed and well, a bit more giggles. So not really a coffee kind of affair? <laughs> no, there was a beer involved. There was a, there was a beer involved. <laughs> a beer with them. All right, okay. <laughs> Good. So you have had a very interesting couple of weeks. Um, the viewers and yes. listeners, if you don't know, Mr. Bear Drill was actually contracted COVID-19. So this crazy virus that you kind of think doesn't exist, but does exist, but shut down the world. But why did it shut down the world? You have someone in your ears or in front of you who has had COVID-19. Tell us about it, Rob. (laughs) Well, okay. Um, I kind of um, think that the way that we work and because we're coaching with people, it was bound 
it was bound to happen to to to, to a few of us. Um, it was it was rough. I'll be honest. It was quite rough. I'm obviously lucky because um, I'm okay and I'm you know recovering and, and whatnot. Um, whereas other people haven't been uh, you know as fortunate. But it was it was tough. Um, I've got asthma as well, so it was kind of like a, a bit of a double whammy really because it was getting to the point where it was affecting on, on a couple of levels with the, you know, with the ability to breathe. I was basically in bed for about three weeks, three or four weeks. And even then, when I was able to start doing things again, it was like just wiping me out. So if I tried to hoover, I had to like have a nap. It was crazy. So um, it, was, the, it, was, it was rough. Did the doctor say that due to your asthma is a reason why it could have like, cause a lot of people are asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. So maybe you got it and then because of your asthma that maybe is why it ended up affecting you or did they say anything like that? No, so um, I did, I followed what the government advice was. So I stayed at home for as long as I could um, because of the, there wasn't anything, it's not like anything could have been done. The only reason you're supposed to go to hospital is if, it, if you can't breathe properly or that's what the advice was at the time. So I've had it for a couple of weeks and although it was a struggle, it wasn't stopping me from breathing. And then towards this, the end, I felt like I, my asthma was playing up. And I thought, well, I can't, I can't leave it. So I went and they did all the blood tests and they were, this is all in the space of about five hours. They did all the blood tests. They did loads of different things and, and whatever. And then they were, I'm in an about whether they were going to keep me in. Uh, and then ultimately they decided that there wasn't anything they could do. Um, so they um, they sent me home because if I'd needed to, you know, um, get air assistance and they would have or breathing assistance, sorry, then they would have kept me in. But um, they they when they did all the tests and stuff, they decided that it wasn't it wasn't actually the asthma that was the issue. It was just the infection. Um, and so they sent me home again. And then it was a, a few more a few more days after that before, you know, things started to, to clear up and stuff. So, yeah, it was a it was a scary time. Um, but that was about now, a week. That was about a week after we did the podcast, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. So it wasn't. I was probably because I didn't feel great when I did that first podcast. So I knew I knew I was getting ill, but I didn't knew I was getting. I didn't know I was getting that kind of ill. Yeah. Because I, um, I spoke to you after, didn't I? And I I remember like laughing yeah. about it, joking about <laughs> it that you got it, and you yeah. were like, "Nah, nah, I'm just a bit poorly." And I was like, "But you do look bad, Rob." <laughs> as opposed to normal right yeah well you just, you just look drained and you looked like do you know what i mean like i still tried to make you laugh it was, i could but no no it's no it's fine honestly i was, it was i thought i was just exhausted um because we were you know we were trying to sort out the house and because we hadn't moved yet but we were trying to sort out whether that was going to happen with with the whole you know quarantine that was going on and so it was all just kind of like quite stressful and i just thought it was like stress related and then it was just like downhill and I, was, I just couldn't do anything. And then Kelly was like, I think you need to like go to bed. And then I didn't come out for two weeks. So <laughs> um, but now it's more like the, um, the, um, the chronic, I'm just always exhausted all the time. And I haven't, it's like I'm fatigued and I, it's like trying to find a way that I'm going to um, sort of, because I, I, I know, I'm normally, I'm, although I don't, although I don't have the appearance of being someone who's quite fit, I'm fit in the sense that I can, you know, I can, I coach, I was coaching classes every day and I could run. Bro, just because we're holding a bit of belly fat don't mean we're not fit. Get <laughs> out of here. We're not, 
We're not meant to have six packs and all those bulging muscles. Get out of here. And I've never had one of them, so no, they don't exist. <laughs> no, I think that I think people draw them on. But, but I used to be able so, to run a mile quite fast, and now it's like taking me. So when I was running all the time, I could do a mile eight minutes, which was you know that was all right for me. But now I'm like 10, 11 minutes, and I'm crawling to the end of the mile, and so, so I know that it's impacted me. I know it's impacted me enough to have had an impact, you know. So they do so, say they do say that um, it scars your lungs. The mm. infection ends up scarring your lungs, and I don't know deep about it, but that it can it can affect you forever. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, as I'm a bit like you. I don't know enough, but I do know that it can have a similar kind of impact to the inside of your lungs, like. Um, a COPD or a pneumonia might. So it might leave like certain scarrings that might make cardio a little bit difficult long-term. Hopefully that, that will be something that we can kind of work out over time. But short-term, can, I can definitely feel it. So- um, Was you scared? Was you scared? Pardon? Was you scared? Um, I wasn't until I went to the hospital and they said they might keep me in because I thought I was on top of it. And I thought I was doing everything I was asked to do and I wasn't doing anything I shouldn't have been doing. And so I wasn't scared until they said they might keep me in. And then I was like, all right. So there's enough of a concern here that that's even a question. I thought I was actually going to come in, get a ventilator for my pumps or just have like a ventilator and then go home. And, and that's what I want. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then they started doing blood tests and they were, you know, and then there was like three or four nurses and I just thought, right. Okay, so it's a, maybe a bit more than I thought. And, and then you came so out that, that day? I think it was being in control. That's what it was, yeah. You, and did you come out that day? Yeah, so I went in and came out. And they basically said that I'd been, I'd, I had to keep doing what I've been doing. And so I was kind of a bit like, I know, but I'm still struggling to breathe. But then at the same time, I was like, they're sending me home though. So that's, yeah. that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, so, um, there was a, an American comedian called Michael Yo, and he, he got it the early stages of it and uh he was talking about his experience on a podcast the other week and he was the same he was fine oh, okay i'm staying in because not many people have got it so they need to like use me as a guinea pig type thing but then literally every day they were coming in with something different to try and try <laughs> on him because they had nothing to fix it and yeah. then it got to the point where he was like i'm gonna text my mom and my dad and say this ain't good but I'm scared. And mm -hmm. then he, but he wouldn't tell his girlfriend. So he was still texting his well, wife like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'll be out soon. I'm fine. Just yeah. struggling to breathe a little bit. And, and he said it was, it was, it was horrible. Like I'm saying, I know it's bad. I joked to you when you were, when you were lying in bed and I didn't see you for two weeks. And I thought, <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I think it was, it was, um, it was Lisa from BGU text me and was like, have you heard from Rob? Because he's not posted anything for a good few weeks. And I was like, well, actually, last time I spoke to him, he had COVID-19. And she was like, oh. And I was like, maybe I should check. <laughs> check up on that guy. Maybe I should check. Like, Honestly, I can't even really remember much time. Like, it wasn't, like, linear. So I remember I binge watched, like, The Stranger and um, The Tiger King in, like, one day. 
or it felt like one day. I think, you, just, I think you, can, you, you can do that anyway. <laughs> you can do that most <laughs> days now, can't you? Well, I, would, I, I would never normally just sit there and watch a whole yeah. TV series or something. And I can just remember sort of laying there like a beached well in my bed and just sort of like scrolling for the next episode of, of whatever it was. It was just, it was just, it was really heavy. Like I could just, I felt really heavy in my chest. And I was just like. Did you have all the temperature and everything or was it just the chest that got you? Yeah, so I was, I was so hot. I was just so hot the whole time. And, um, but I didn't think I was hot. And then I'd put it in, I'd be like, oh, all right. I'll go back. <laughs> I'll go back to the is room. That beard, mate. Is that beard keeping you warm? That's what it is. Do you know what? Nice. It hasn't um, affected the growth of that, has it? Do you know what? I'm loving the growth. And at the moment, it's got to the point now where I can actually straighten it with a beard straightener. Angela got me it for Christmas if, uh, last last year. And now I'm just like, get it out, give it a little straighten. Well, give I, it a flick up top. Well, I was thinking, since, since you, like, you survived this ordeal, I might try and grow mine so mine i haven't shaved mine for uh, at least four weeks now it's looking good it's got good shape as well for the longest it's ever been <laughs> um, it just starts to go this that horrible for the listeners it's like a horrible gray ginger blonde no nah, man it's like a silver fox you got it man. It looks good. <laughs> that's just the sides man so <laughs> you were saying that at the time like coming out of it it's affected you um like breathing, like having to do simple tasks. Um, so have they, of the hospital gave you any guidelines of you need to steadily get into more exercise or you need to get your lung function better or? So it's got better because I've started running now. But as I say, it's, it's taken, it can take me like 10 or 11 minutes to do a mile. Whereas before I was doing it without really thinking about it in eight, you know, or when I was good, less than eight, you know? So, um, it makes a, it has made a difference in the way that I can sort of do things from a cardiovascular point of view. Walking the dogs and you know doing things around the house aren't really a chore anymore. Um, but it's now trying to do something for an extended period of time and build up some level of fitness because honestly, um, as I said, I've got asthma. When I was doing one of the runs, I was running down a, a country road because I wasn't ready. To, I'm not ready to run in like the forest. I tried it on the first day and I nearly died. So I, I, um, I put it on the road instead. And about two days in, I ran past someone who was um, burning stuff in their back garden. Um, and honestly, mate, I, I crawled. It was so bad. It was oh, just so Oh, the smoke heavy. just got your lungs. The smoke just got yeah. my... Oh, yeah. That's it, was just, it was bad because I was already breathing heavy. And then I'm like inhaling all the smoke. And it was just... It was... It was we, should get, um, we should get you and Deb on because Deb does this breathing technique. Um, oh, that'd be good. Which the average human, it's something silly like 80% of humans don't breathe correctly anyway, which is why we okay. have such big things like asthma. And they also started to say that it could help with this COVID, that if you breathe properly through your lungs, you could actually move it on. Um, okay. So we should get her on and get, her to, I'll keep getting her to come on and go for it with me, but we should get her to come on and go for it with you. Um, yeah. It's all to do with like, you have to, control your ribs and oh it's weird weird breathing i've done a few breathing techniques like the wim hof method and stuff like that have you ever seen him he does a lot I've, of like, I know the name, but i haven't seen it he does like all the cold water stuff where you're jumping in cold water but he does oh yeah, you know i know you're talking about yeah yeah I he know. does he does breathing with it um and i feel great after it. i don't know like someone who's got asthma might even you might feel amazing after it um, yeah i'll be down i will hook that up 
So you um you talked about you want to start getting fitter and you want to start helping out with it. So do you have any goals, any plans, any anything in mind? I do actually. I've been thinking about it, and I also thought it would be quite interesting from a um a, just a watchable um sort of perspective as well. Um, but I want to challenge the cheer precision method. I'm excited. Yeah. So you want me to do build a plan or you want to use some things that so, I've on social media or. So, yeah. So it's something I've been playing with before I got ill anyway, but it would be, we've got all these amazing coaches in the UK and it would be really cool just as a personal challenge to myself. Cause I'm not, um, I'm not active as an athlete anymore to kind of pit myself against how they do, um, how they approach um, getting an athlete fit or, you know, I've got an idea of trying to get like, um, of doing a jump challenge or, you know, challenging myself to do the tuck again. So I've got these ideas of things I would like to do. Um, but the cheer precision approach is the one I want to try and pit myself up against first because I've seen the videos um, and they're intense and they're really hard. Um, and so to be able to try and use that as a method to try and get fit again, but then also to kind of like a real time um, example of someone who is not fit, trying to get fit using the method that you've put together, I thought would be, um, would be quite, quite good. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, I am in. I could hook you up with um, nutrition advice, the training as loose as you want it to be. Because it can be strict or it can be loose, but you can get the same sort of results out of it as such. Um, mm -hmm. You wouldn't have to go too intense because you're not an athlete. Um, you could train probably just a little bit harder than the general population and get the same sort of re results. Um, mm -hmm. But the whole concept sounds good, like bear versus the world. <laughs> it's like man versus food. Like man versus food, right? yeah. Because like, <laughs> then you could, you could do the UK, and then when you've got the success in it, you could reach to the to Canada, you could reach to America and yeah. yeah, do it man, bear versus the world. I love it. <laughs> be a good little mini right, series gonna, on the old YouTube gonna get you channel. on ITV. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'll be like, oh no, no, let's not, let's not do that. Okay, so how, how, deep, so how deep do you want to go with me? What do you want, want from me? I don't want you to take it easy on me. Yeah. Because otherwise, if I don't, I need to, there's an element of me that needs to know I'm getting beaten up a little bit because if I feel like I'm being really pushed or challenged, then I want to try and beat it. If I feel like I've, I've kind of got it in the bag and it's, I know I can do it, then I'm not going to take it as seriously. Whereas if I know that I'm struggling and I'm not, I'm, you know, walking funny afterwards, then I know that I've, I've got something that I want to try and beat or um, step up to. So that's, that was the, um, that was the thinking behind it. You mentioned about running, how far you can run. Would you, you, would you like to use that as a measurement or would you like to use how you look as a measurement or would you? Um, I think it would be more about, I'm not too worried about the way I look. It's more about the way of, I, I want to be able to feel like I can do things again. The one thing I'm a big advocate of is sleep. You'll find mm. that you're sleeping better and that just yeah. opens a whole can of worms to how good you feel like a good yeah. night's sleep compared to a bad night's sleep compared to then how, what food you pick 
to then how you feel all day to then if you actually go out for that run or you do exercise that like, makes sense yeah it all it's all one big circle really like you work out you sleep better but also you sleep better you work out better it's this big giant cycle okay so we could set like like you just said what you already run a run in yeah so running keep running in because i find that's a really good form of me for me to meditate so definitely keep the running in yeah i do that um, i use world i use walking for that yeah i just so, I, don't know, I just feel like that's where i get ideas and you, you know yeah i listen so, yeah, to, I really I listen to podcasts a lot but sometimes I'll walk for 30 minutes and be like, I ain't listened to nothing. I've just come up with a new idea. <laughs> I've yeah. not even listened to that. That's, that is literally what I use running for. I, I, aside from the fitness, I run. And, I'll, and it, sometimes things just sort of sponta- spontaneously come to you. And you're like, okay, that's what I'm going to go with. That's kind of like how the, um, the home tumble drills came together that I've been putting together on the, um, on the YouTube page. Um, it's just kind of like, well what can I be doing? I've done the shapes. What do I do next? And that was, and it kind of came to me while I was doing the run. And I thought, brilliant. That'll be a good one to kind yeah, of. Yeah, viewers and listeners, let's just dip into that while we're here. Um, he has put free, they're free, correct? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Free, free, like um, home tutorials and drills for tumbling that have never been seen before. Um, using like your, your sofas, if your parents are okay with it, don't come for me. Um, and, and equipment <laughs> at home, but it's it's all these new drills you see using top tumblers and crash mats and all this type of equipment we've got in the gyms. He's creating tutorials and exercises to help progress while you're at home in this time, like you would if you'd got these thousands of pounds worth of equipment, but doing it at home. Um, he's also doing a paid service of one-to-one, correct? So you're coaching with these methods. So you can get these methods for free guys on uh, YouTube, the bear cave. That's right. Yeah. Or you can have him as a paid um, coach and he puts you through an an hour. It's half an hour, but they get, we do half an hour, but you also get an evaluation of what you can do the pre-workout, the session, and then homework afterwards. So it's a half an hour class, but collectively uh, it's more than half an hour. The idea behind both the YouTube videos and then the sessions are that ultimately you're not necessarily working. The goal isn't to get you throwing new skills. The goal is to um, master what you have. So for example, if you're working front walk, if you're, you already have your front walkover, it will be a case of tidying up what you have in your front walkover but then introducing the concepts behind a back handspring, for example. So you won't ever be asked to throw a back handspring, but you'll do all the shape work that you need to create the muscle memory to be able to throw um, a back handspring or to be able to start working the back handspring as a whole when you return to your gym and your coaches. Well, like we went so through. I'm really excited by it. It's perfect. I'm excited by it too, because it's perfect because it's the whole, what's coming into the UK and also in America is the drills. Um, and we have our little slogan here, Drills for Skills. Um, is it BG, you use that slogan? Drills for Skills? It, it's yeah. kind of, it's, it's, not, it's more of a, co- a collective one. It's, it's kind of used by loads of tumble coaches. Yeah. But I follow the hashtag on Instagram and it's used by everyone. Boxers use it, um, footballers yeah. use it. It's, it's kind of a, co- a collective uh, hashtag. But it's, it's great that you don't want people just throwing a backhand swing. Because trust me, I did mm. that when I first... I was a free runner and that's why I suffered for 15 years trying to back handspring because I just <laughs> threw a back handspring 
Um, and there was it's no the trampolines that are the one who's trying to encourage people to move away from trampolines a little bit and and focus on the actual shape. Yeah, when they come into the gym, they're like, oh, "Coach, I've done my back tuck," and you're like, "Go on then." No, on a trampoline. No, back here. <laughs> on a trampoline, you're like, well, that, that's completely different. Like, turn the floor. No, it's completely different. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm loving I'm loving this series. So guys, um, go check it out on YouTube, The Bear Cave, and then get at him. He very 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 good quality and value for money um, with Mr. Bear Drills. Thank you. <laughs> um, so moving back onto the fitness side of things. How long? Should you do four weeks, this challenge? I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Sounds I'm inspired. Good. Four weeks. Four weeks. Um, and yes. we will... We, I won't go into nutrition too much. We'll just... I, I will... I'll give you some things to think about. So it's not like, here's a nutrition plan. Because like, we're not going for like how you look. Yes, nutrition will help you feel better. But mm -hmm. I want you to get to the end of it and say, it was the training and the yep. application of the, the, the minor things that you've put in that has got you your feeling better, sleeping better, longer distance run, not change everything or in one go. Mm -hmm. um, after the challenge, if you want me to help with nutrition, we can do that, but I'll just give you a few pointers that I say to people. I hate telling people what to eat, man. Like, <laughs> well, you're an adult. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. Like... I know what I shouldn't be eating, but that's the problem, mate. I still eat it. <laughs> all, all, all I do is is I'll, I'll tell you like a few like guideline and brackets, and you start to mm -hmm. learn what works for you. Because some people are high fat, and that's that's not just because high fat's great. Some people are high fat because they perform better high fat. Mm -hmm. Some people are high carb. That's because they perform better high carb. Some people, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like it's what works for you. And if I think I, my problem is I just eat too much carb. There's just too much carb yeah so you, you burn out very easily but like i say some people can go completely no carb and they're like yeah i'm fine i'm great whereas mm. you take your carbs away from me and i go and you got no yeah. chance of getting me to do anything i'm the same <laughs> um, i'm absolutely the same mate. they will give guidelines and maybe over this four weeks you'll start to work out because you'll know you'll know like i've had this for breakfast and that was really hard today is it because of recovery or is it because maybe yesterday I had something that was high fat and that was better for me? Do you know what I mean? So the guidelines help you work your own nutrition out what's good for you. Cause I ain't you. I'm not you at all. You're you. <laughs> um, and then we'll put, would you, what do you think of the free tutorial videos on YouTube? Cause they're only like singular exercises. So would you like to build yourself from there or do you want me to build you a program to follow? Because I can put everything onto, I've got my own app on your phone. You download the cheer precision app and mm -hmm. once the programs in there. You get, you can track your nutrition, you can track your training, you can talk to me, you can um, upload, you can track your steps so you can attach your Fitbit and stuff to it um, all in the one app. So we can do that. We'll do that anyway. Yeah, let's, we'll do that anyway. Okay. But then okay, also, sounds good. do you want to build your own program with the, the free tutorials? What might be interesting is just to see, because I know what I would do in the same way that I know what I would do if I was working with an athlete. But it's always good to see what other people are doing because sometimes I see, I, you know, I watch videos of, I know, tumble development drills and I'll be like, epiphany, light bulb moment. So it'd be really cool to see some of the things that you would do because obviously it will help me anyway, but it will help me in loads of different, you know, perspectives because I'll be thinking, well, 
that's what Sam did when I was trying to work on my leg power. So let's try this here when I'm working leg power with this person. So I think it could have like a, a nice knock on as well. So it would be interesting to see some of the things that you would do and then put that into um, uh, like a, I don't know, a curriculum for that week. And then after that, I'll start trying to put them together myself as well. So that I've kind of got like, I'm learning from what you've done and then putting it into something else. Well, every, everything's on the everything's on the the free like the YouTube tutorials. Yes, yeah, those, those right. have the same sort of concept. What I work with because I love mobility, I love mm -hmm. moving and feeling well, and then it comes to the smashing you and getting you f like that way. I'm I'm happy that you move and feel better. You then can work mm -hmm. harder. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll put your program together. We'll keep it because it's only you're four. really big on dynamic work, aren't you? Like one of like um, yeah. So. In the with the cheer precision program, which is why I was so attracted to it and wanted to test myself against it, is the dy dy the dynamic approach to the way that you're doing things. It's not sort of static work. It's it's constant movement, because yes, you talk about range and flexibility, but then with flexibility, building power on top of that, and and the fitness that, that goes with it. So, yeah, that's why I really wanted to try it. Yeah. So, so what it is, if you're stiff, if you're like hella stiff, you're not going to transport like you're not going to turn your strength and explosiveness into power if you're stiff um so like you'll probably see it a lot of the time it's shoulders and hips that are tight so mm -hmm. the hips are stopping the glutes firing so then it looks like they've got a bad shape but it's because they don't know how to fire their glutes so then the hips have gone tight so you stretch their hips That's up teach them to fire their hip their glutes up and you're like oh that back handspring looks beautiful now <laughs> i actually find the same thing in um i was actually going to talk about the back handspring when, for example, I'm really, you know, I really want the head to stay still or as still as possible when athletes are learning skills. So when people throw back handsprings and they throw their heads, they, they arch the lower part of their back to try and get over because they've thrown their head. And it means their legs don't work as hard. And that's why you get those kind of undercutting back handsprings. Whereas if the athlete keeps their head still and fully engages into that athletic position and pushes their hips back, when they do actually project through their legs, they can create the maximum power from that because their hips aren't kind of undermining what the legs are trying to do. So totally on board with you there about the hips. If the hips are in the right place, the, the power is just so much better. Great little tip. So you do this in squatting and you do it in deadlifting too, um, which mm -hmm. a lot of the public get wrong as well as athletes is, which we, which is probably good to say how to generate the power in a back handspring and etc. is mm -hmm. not to, push the hips forward but to push the ground away with their feet mm -hmm. and that actually worked with me because i used to snap with my lower back and it was like trying yeah. to i was trying to get glutes glutes lower back glutes lower back and then yeah. it's like well you can't push the ground away without engaging and throwing uh, thrusting your hips forward you can't get that yeah that thought of pushing the ground away then it just engages it all without even overthinking it so, so there's um, on, on the back handspring video, there's a, there's a couple of examples about how you can do that uh, and, and work on engaging your hips. And one of them is when you're sitting on the floor and you've got the sofa behind you um, and you've got your arms, they can be in front of you or by your ears. And what you do is you snap onto the top half of your sofa so that your shoulders lift onto the sofa, but you're squeezing and lifting your hips. So that's quite a good way to isolate that from home. Whereas at the gym, you'd probably do it with a mat laying on the floor and then you'd snap and lift onto the mat. But the sofa does it quite well because it's got height. 
which means you're lifting into a height, which, which might make it even more useful than the way that you would you would do it at the gym. So, just um, like like it's a quite, like a glute bridge, like you do if you're yeah. in the gym, not doing cheerleading, but like a glute bridge. Yeah, with the the arms, which then obviously puts more extension and puts it more into that position for the back handspring. I'm loving the use of the glute bridge right now. <laughs> I'm doing one leg ones as well. One leg glute bridges. Every, every, every client starts their program or continues the whole time with glute bridges because we sit down. I look forward to it. <laughs> we sit down far too much. Yeah. So as humans, we sit down and that leads to back pain, knee pain, feet alignment out, shoulders wonky, heads sitting to the side. Just because we sit, our hips go tight, glutes don't work, and then a whole load of just not good stuff comes out of it. Um, so yeah, glute bridges, 100%, even if it's not just for strength, if it's to stretch, like, I said, like you said, I uh, like the, activity, the actively moving through positions, not just statically stretching. The glute bridges mm -hmm. one straight away because an athlete could have that where they can't fully extend their hips because they're tight, the hips are so tight. So you, the glute bridge is, that's another act. You're stretching at the same time because you're stretching the hips as you mm -hmm. activate the glutes. Um, so it's Everything's connected. Another great mobility. It's just, you say mobility, but it doesn't have to be stretching. It can be just normal movement patterns, um, mm -hmm. which as humans, we should be able to do. So are you going to vlog this or are you going to document this somehow? Yeah, so what I was going to do is we're going to kind of piece these together as like a, a mini series, I think would be a good way to do it. So if we do, if, if we start with this one as our kind of, this is what's going to happen, and then we'll finish with a longer one in say four weeks time. So we've got the coffee with Sam, part A, coffee with the Sam, end point. And then in between, I'll, I'm going to do like a weekly update, I, I guess, where I kind of collect the, you just, the you just invited yourself back on my podcast. You just have you just invited yourself back on my podcast. <laughs> well, I believe that all stories should have an ending. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's very important that I come back on in four weeks' time to finish the story. <laughs> all right, big shot. I'll have, I'll have you on if I want you on. <laughs> well, no. I just think it'll be really good for you to, for, for everyone to see the end product of the cheer precision impact. Oh, That's all. Love it. Love it, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have a four weeks vlog series. So you're gonna vlog everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. What I'd say is I will have a phone call once a week, mm -hmm. and you can video the phone call if you've got. And a, we'll record like that too, external yeah. Camera, you can video the phone call when I give you a call with external camera yep. or laptop or whatever you do for your vlog. Um, yeah. To catch up, what's not working? If any, you've got any injury like knee pains coming in or whatever, you need to knock back on running or knock back on certain exercises because obviously it's a four weeks so it's your body's gonna be a bit like ah um so things some things that some people get knee pain with that we can normally come away from and we can try and fix it we're not gonna be able to because we've only got four weeks um yeah so we'll have a phone call once a week so we'll have four phone calls and then yeah we'll get you on a part back on a podcast part b in a month's time brilliant and wow. hopefully it won't be you, it'll be me. Hopefully I'll be able to push through and get, get it done. So, um, you can yeah. have your money I'm back. I <laughs> <laughs> look forward to it. No, mate. no, no we I'm got this. We're going to smash it. I'm excited. Yeah. I will. I'll get all that put together for you. Um, I'm excited. 
And if you haven't worked hard enough, you've got to shave your beard off. Oh, man. I feel like that's a deal. I feel like if, you're, if you haven't worked hard enough, and I can, if you're like, I can tell, because you log everything in the app. You log that you've done workout. If you miss a workout, that's not working hard enough. So you miss oh, a workout. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I can't really love my beard. All right. Challenge accepted. Yes. So, listeners, if you haven't seen Bear Joe's beard, go on to his page. It go on to his page. <laughs> and find this on YouTube, and it's a colossal like Viking beard. So it's took him some time. It's even survived COVID. So if he has to cut it off, it's got a lot of going on. Length and girth and everything to it. So if he has to cut it off, it's pretty devastating for him. So you need to keep tuned the next four weeks. So where will the where will the vlogs be posted? Will they be on your bear cave or will they be on a new YouTube channel? So what I'll do, I'm going to it's going to be like part of a playlist on um the the bear cave YouTube page. Um but what I'll do is because when you're creating a playlist, you can use what other people have um, put on their own YouTube channels. Um, I'll make sure that yours is the starting point. So what we've done today, the conversations that we've had, that will be the starting point. And then, but that will still be on your page, obviously. And then we'll just document what, what I'm doing until we get to the last one in four weeks time. When yeah, well, I will be saying to you, the beard stays. Yes. Hashtag the beard stays. So Perfect. it is the 22nd, Friday the 22nd of May. So yep. we're going to start like Monday. Yep. Absolutely. I'm ready. I've just put that as a hashtag, the beard stays, mate. Hashtag the beard stays. So you can get, yeah. you can get some people behind you and I'll become a villain in all of this. <laughs> Maybe we can have precision beast the bear. <laughs> or the bear beast position. <laughs> The jigsaw. I need, ah, I need, I need to have, I need yeah, to have like a jigsaw. jigsaw. I need to have a jigsaw from Saw made Dono, but smiling. <laughs> Hello, Bear. Do you want to play a game? Do you want, do you, do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play? Maybe if you have to train <laughs> If you haven't seen it, guys, so my logo is a jigsaw. His is a bear. Jigsaw is a character from a movie who plays dangerous games with people and he says do you want to play a game so do you want to play a game get fit or lose your beard yes i do jigsaw versus the bear the beard stays all right i'm excited i will get Let's the plans see. i'll get the plans drawn up sent over to you we'll get you set up on the app um i'll try and get them over to you over the weekend so you can mess around and you can get inside the hub because there's a lot there's a lot I can send you, but there's also a lot you can do yourself. So you can make your own nutrition plans in there. And it can okay. tell you it can tell you how much protein you're eating, carbs, all stuff like that. Um, I can send you, what I'll do is I'll send you guidelines. So then you just see how you hit it. And then our weekly chats, we can, you can say, well, I'm struggling to keep this down. I'm struggling to keep that up. What can, how can we fix that? Um, okay. Try and change that around. Then I can, your program will be in there. And like I say, just to get used to it, like, I do have videos that show you how to use it, but it, it, it's quite simple, but it's just getting used to logging it. And cause then when you log, it tells me, so it pings okay. up on my system, bear drills, Rob has logged a workout, check it out type thing. He has logged his nutrition. He has done this many steps today. So it tells me everything you're doing. Um, okay. So we'll get you set up on that on the weekend and we'll start your challenge on Monday. 
I'm excited. The beard stays. Honestly, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm excited. So if you want to get to Rob, if you want to see Rob, as in his tutorials, and you want, he does a, so much free help, guys, on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, but if you want his in-depth help and you want to see his big bearded face on your screens helping you out, then get, do they go to your website? Do they DM you? How, how does it work? What, for one-to-ones? One-to-ones, yeah. So one-to-ones, um, it's just an email to um, uh, beardrills at gmail.com uh, and then uh, we, can, we can piece something together uh, from there. That, as I say, there's been, we've done quite a few and they, they, they've been really popular and the feedback's been good. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to doing a few more got bookings for next week. So yeah, they're coming along really nice. Awesome. So get 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 uh, 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 Rob. Get Rob. I can't even speak. It's that exciting. <laughs> get to Rob for the one to ones, all the free tutorials. Also, my free tutorials, which link with Rob's on uh, Cheer Precision on YouTube too. I want to send you massive love through the internet for surviving. COVID, because I, I couldn't live without you. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> listeners, God. listeners, viewers, if you want to send him your love for surviving this, then do it. No, Un him with heart <laughs> and that. loves. Do it, please, for me, because that will annoy him. Rob hates <laughs> being loved. Know, Rob hates <laughs> being loved. Um, um, yeah, another great episode. Um, it was awesome speaking to you, and I will see you, well, I'll speak to you next week. For our first check-in, but the viewers and the listeners will have you back on the Coffee with Sam podcast in four weeks' time, where you're going to be running. Very scared. You're going to be running like <laughs> O'Farrah. <laughs> Other runners Maybe are not. available. <laughs> Peace, Roberto. Much love, Take care. Man. <laughs>